Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. The aquarium hobby is exploding with talent, ideas, and progress. Yet it still has some dark areas which can hold back the progression. I know I'm going dark, but here we go. And one of the more annoying things to me in the hobby is hearing other hobbyists or so-called experts telling you stuff like, no, you can't do that, or it won't work, with almost no explanation or perhaps some regurgitated answer. You know, one of those second or third hand answers with perhaps little or worse, no personal experience behind them absolutes which can be frightfully damaging to the hobby because they discourage executing new ideas now look personal opinions warnings and recommendations based on your experience and that of a number of others are very helpful however what i'm concerned with here is the stuff you see a lot of out there people out on the hobby forums websites even at conferences and blogs passing on quote-unquote wisdom that may be of dubious accuracy and origin or at the very least information that may have been overly generalized or just regurgitated and passed on over the years without any experience in that given area by the person giving the information out that's just nuts in my opinion classic examples of this are absolutes like you can't keep whatever fish alive in an aquarium or if you use that product you'll have this major algae problem in your tank etc 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 often the advice as i call it advice with air quotes is dispensed with such authority and confidence that a typical hobbyist won't even question it. Some of it is really negative. Some of it is simply based on one bad personal experience and context isn't given. So it gives everybody the impression that if you do X, then Y will absolutely happen. I heard this a lot in the context of botanical-focused aquariums when Tannin was first starting out. A lot of hobbyists felt that the ideas I was sharing and the philosophies I was espousing were a radical departure from the comfortable ones that have been established in the hobby for many decades. And I think that angered some people and possibly scared some others. Now, look, it's not like I go out of my way to try to counter every single piece of solid aquarium doctrine and wisdom that's been metered out over the years just because. Much of it is quite good. It's just that I've explored ways of doing things differently and found out that some of the stuff that we've held dear for so long is just one way to do it. And my, you know, I'm open to looking at things like the function of wild habitats and how we might be able to interpret their function in the aquarium. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Re-examining some of what we do is important. Other practices are justifiably followed without much disagreement. You know, if you've been around the block for a while in the hobby, you hear fellow hobbyists dispensing words of wisdom to anybody who needs it. Stuff like, you need to quarantine new animal purchases, use common sense when stocking tanks, perform regular water changes, stuff like that. Who, who questions that? That's very sound logic. No matter what type of exotic you know, adventure you go off on in your aquarium, that's sound fundamental stuff. This stuff forms the religion of our hobby, core beliefs or unshakable truths, which we pass on to all those who join our ranks, fundamental knowledge, which we all feel that you need to have at least a working knowledge of to attain success in the hobby. 
It's beautiful that most hobbyists are so willing to help out their fellow fish geeks by sharing this acquired wisdom. It's a true testimony to the quality of people in the aquatic world. It's a good thing. It's all good. And it can evolve over time, too. That's the important thing. However, the scary stuff is that some of this advice on very specific topics, again, is dis, you know, dispensed by a casual hobbyist with limited or even no experience in a given area. Now, sure, the intent might be to pass along information that is helpful in some way. However, without that personal experience with which to provide context, it's just kind of problematic. Examples? Well, advice based on third-party experiences without all the details. You know, don't keep that cichlid. This guy up in New York had one of those, and he said it nuked his tank with ick. Okay? Sweeping generalizations like, you can't run aquariums at a low pH because it'll crash your tank. Or dogmatic, human-imposed rules. Like, you need to balance that rock formation with three smaller groupings on the left side, or it's not an authentic whatever style. Or even stuff like anecdotal evidence. You know, garlic cures ick in saltwater fishes. And then there's outright absurdity. You can't keep plants alive long-term in blackwater aquariums. Those are just a few examples that come to mind that we've heard over the years. And they can really do harm in the hobby, in my opinion, discouraging progression and the desire to try new things because people get so blasted when they suggest something that seems heretical to the hobby at large, they're, they're afraid to even proceed. I've written about this negativity stuff before, um, a few years back, actually, and I still bring it up in my lectures because it's an issue that doesn't seem to go away. It's like there's some people who simply feel compelled to sabotage the well-intentioned yet progressive efforts of others. It's like they're afraid to see others succeed or change what's comfortable to them. Them. (laughs) I have a distinct dislike for them. Those people in the aquarium world who feel it necessary to discourage others from breaking new ground and doing things that are just a bit different. Those who love to preach and regurgitate the rhetoric of because that's how it's done. I hate keyboard warriors who foment the criticism of anyone who dares to try something other than what they know, and and they've dismissed this stuff without ever even trying it themselves. There's a certain dogma to discouraging others that I find repulsive. Now, I remember not too long ago, somebody actually accused me uh, of being a little bit dogmatic in my thinking. I thought that was kind of funny. They were saying, you know, you anybody that has a different opinion than you, you, you shoot down. And that's absolutely not the case. It turned out this person was English was not his first language. And I think he might have just misinterpreted this because, as you know, we like to suggest some crazy ideas as an alternative to things, not as the way to do things or the only way. We certainly don't, you know, put down other people because they're not doing our, you know, doing our way or do a thinking or whatever. This discouragement is just a real problem. Um, sometimes we just have to be brave and we have to move ahead with our seemingly wacky ideas because it's our truth. You need to have the courage of your convictions. You might have, you know, you might have to be the person on point who has to whip out the machete, hack down the vines and be the first to see what's in that seemingly impenetrable forest up ahead. Living your life based on the judgment of others is absolutely the recipe for unhappiness, both in life and in the aquarium hobby. Whenever you see something becoming an emerging trend, I hate that word when used in the context of aquarium stuff, you'll see hobbyists making incorrect assumptions, having general misconceptions, and occasionally, unintentionally spreading wrong information about stuff. You know, regurgitating outdated or erroneous information that's been floating around out there online for decades. It's often a function of the fact that some of this stuff has been either underutilized, completely misunderstood, or simply not appreciated for so long that we've simply not really considered the dynamics involved in this context. Totally understandable, really. Of course, 
There's always somebody who has to be first to accomplish something great. Someone who can overlook the negativity and the smack talk to fly in the face of convention while taking that road, road less traveled, you know? Somebody with a belief so strong in their idea that they're willing to face the naysayers and the criticism and do their thing. Humility and tenacity in equal proportions. That's how we progress. That's how we will continue to progress in the hobby. And more important, this is how we'll inspire a new generation of hobbyists to follow our lead for the benefit of both the hobby and the animals that we enjoy. We simply can't dispense advice to fellow hobbyists with a dogmatic attitude that discourages progress and responsible experimentation anymore. It'll just stagnate the progress of this hobby that we all love so much. Is there a downside to, you know, to pushing the boundaries? Well, sure, that shit can happen. The inevitable chorus of I told you so from the naysayers who try to discourage you from trying the thing in the first place, and that's going to happen. However, that's not the reason not to try to progress. Yeah, because the cost of not progressing might be far higher. The loss of countless species in the wild whose habitats are being destroyed, while those of us with some skills, dreams, and respect for these animals sit idly by, watching them perish, failing to even attempt captive husbandry and propagation for fear of what? Criticism or failure from the masses? The opportunity to gain more insight about how unusual aquatic habitats operate, it's priceless. Who knows what discoveries might be missed if we fail to pursue our goals and try them in our aquariums? We, and by we, I mean every one of us in the hobby, should encourage fellow hobbyists who want to experiment and question conventional wisdom to follow their dreams. If someone has an idea, a theory, and some good basic hobby experience, there's certainly nothing wrong with that. Yes, there is the sad fact that some animals might be lost in the process. It sucks. It's hard to reconcile that, and harder to stand by when animals are dying. I get it, it sucks. However, that may be the cost of progress. And taking the position of absolutely not instead of being open-minded is not a good trade-off. Replace fear with work. Criticism is always going to be there. You don't have to run screaming into the night and abandon your idea because a few people tell you it can't work. And remember, if it doesn't make it unwise or an act of tempting fate just because it can't be done by a large number of hobbyists just yet. Really, pushing the boundaries is hard, but doable. It requires work, discipline, observation, diligence, effort, and understanding. We all know that a glass or acrylic box in our living room is not Lake Tanganyika or the Orinoco, but the laws which govern nature in the wild govern nature in the aquarium too. You need to understand that the interaction and the consequences of the choices you make in building and populating your system in that context. And you need to face your idea's vulnerabilities and misunderstandings about it head on. I know this in personal experience. As one of the leading proponents and arguably one of the more visible ones and probably one of the freaking loudest of this botanical-influenced aquarium thing, I know that I have an obligation to the hobby community to provide correct information and clarification wherever possible and to advise when I think something that's bandied about might be incorrect. And when these incorrect assumptions are becoming fact in our discussions, we do need to address them in our discussions from time to time, and I do it head on. Of course, one of the best ways to keep it real and to address this kind of stuff is to simply tell it like it is. Don't sugarcoat it all the time. If I'm not sure about something that I'm working on, I can say it, and so can you. We're not sure. It's an experiment, but that's okay. It's an exciting, evolving time in the hobby. It's breaking new ideas out of the shadows of misconception and absurdity and obscurity even, and going beyond just the superficial aspects of things in the hobby. We as hobbyists need to get better and better at sharing our actual experiences with this stuff rather than simply regurgitating secondhand information and throwing up roadblocks. This is so common in the hobby these days. We need to do more than just share the finished beautiful product on Instagram. We need to show the progress, the work behind it, the idea, the, the theory, 
because that's even more inspiring. Like everything else, this type of evolution takes time. It takes patience. It takes understanding and lots of sharing of firsthand information. Are you up for it? I think you are. Stay tenacious. Stay diligent. Stay bold. Stay observant. Stay original. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.